Hi. Hi, how, how are, are you? you? Okay, fine. Thank you for being with us today. Sure. Can you introduce yourself? Sure, my name is Ram Vroman and I'm the uh, chairman and the founder of uh, a group called uh, the Secular Forum. The Secular Forum? Yes. Uh, the here in Israel? Here in Israel. And the Secular Forum began by, uh, um, by having together all the uh, neighborhoods and, and settlements that are uh, fighting with uh, religious uh, missionary uh, activities. But in the last uh, three years, or four, so actually at four already, uh, we are focused on fighting what we call the religionization of Israeli society, specifically the religionization of uh, the Israeli education system and the Israeli army. Wow, okay. So, so religion is becoming more of an issue, is more of an influence in Israel in the uh, past how many years? Absolutely, because what happened is that uh, this country was built by people that were mainly secular. Right. Not only that they were mainly secular, but some the whole idea of Zionism was in a way anti-religious because the religious uh, Jews in Europe uh, thought that it would be a mistake to come here, and it's not only a mistake; it's against uh, the laws of the uh, Bible. Right. Because uh, they have to wait for a Messiah. Exactly. So coming here was was some kind of an anti-religious secular activity, and mm -hmm. this is why the, the country was built. Uh, with secular uh, grounds, but the problem was that uh, with time go as time goes by, uh, first of all the uh, Zionist uh, zest, uh, you know, uh, excitement got. I mean, after they we succeeded to have here a, a country of our own, Great. so it became much uh, lower. So the strength of the uh, uh, of the founding fathers is much smaller. And on the other hand, uh, many immigrations that came were more religious were, mm -hmm. were, uh, than the, the uh, founding were, ones. The immigrations that followed after were more, started to become more religious uh, Exactly. Right. Yes. So that was one thing that happened. And the second thing that happened was that there was a group of religious that was very minor in its influence, in, uh, I, I would say, till 1967. Uh, and still there are less than 10% of the, of the population. 1967, uh, 1967 is when the, the Six-Day six day War, war happened. Exactly. Okay, so. And, and uh, the uh, occupation of the, uh, the occupiers of the West Bank, Bank and Gaza. And what happened is that this uh, group of religious that was relatively minor in the beginning of Israel has become the strongest one politically. Why? Because they were the ones that became the settlers of the West Bank. Mm. Uh, they are the ones who, uh, uh, b by the settlement activity, became more attached to government, more influential on government, and uh, uh, their political power just raised and raised. And what happened was that by the uh, 90s, they are already the strongest a politically group, a political group in Israel. Okay, so just to give context to people, so before 1967, Israel w was not occupying West Bank and Gaza Strip, uh, and you're saying the occupation of West Bank and Gaza Strip made the religious uh, become a more powerful source. How is that? What? How for, does one translate to the other? For them, the uh, this occupation was like a religious miracle. Right. And they it. it uh, and they became much more energized and much more involved in the country due to that. Now they, because they saw it as a, as a miracle, they, they understood that their mission in Israel is to uh, uh, continue Zionism into the West Bank. Right. So now the seculars were, didn't want that. I mean, they were fine with what they had already. And their, uh, and their energy regarding the settle, settlement and agriculture and all that became much lower at the time. Right. They, as they become more capitalist, bourgeois and all that. So the entire um, movement to settle the West Bank was made uh, by, religious, by, by this religious group. Uh, and with the right-wing government that from 1977 mm. is in almost all the time is, is in power, they were, uh, they were seen as the, uh, the leaders of this right-wing movement, mm. and uh, this brought them more and more political power. Now, so, so the narrative of the religious people changed that we sh uh, changed from Zionism bad, we shouldn't be here, 
to this after the Six Day War, it looked like a miracle because it looked like a miracle because you have so many nations attacking Israel, which is and, yeah. they, and Israel wins. They, it looks like a miracle from God to them, right? Yeah. So the narrative changed to like maybe we. Sh this it's more complicated than that. Okay. It's more complicated because that because uh, I would say that most of the religious ones were anti-Zionist, but right. there was still a very small group of religious Zionists. Right. Okay. Now this small group, these are the ones that are now. Uh, uh, in power, there's still another group of religious that are still, you know, the, the ultra-orthodox, what we call those, you know, that are with these breads and, and 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 black coats and all that. They are not. I'm not talking about them. So it's it's about two. It's not a change of narrative. It's two different groups. One, one, of, them, yeah. one of them becomes more influential. One I mean, of them becomes much more influential from '67. I mean, yes. change of narrative. I mean, if they're becoming more influential, that means that they're getting more people on their side. So it is some people. It must well, include some people changing. Well, I would narrative. say that it's not so much. Uh, to the contrary, you know, it, it's very odd. But this is the group that loses much more people than any other huh, group. Interesting. But in terms of political power, hmm. they are the strongest, and right. it, it doesn't have any uh, uh, ratio between their uh, demographic real importance to their political importance. It's, right. it's two different things. And uh, would you agree that most of the arguments for occupying West Bank is religious? Well, it wasn't at the time, but for but the question is, what if you look at what's same. now, yeah. what, what's now, then I think that there is a mix. And, oh, and these mixes are always what we are fighting against. It's always a mix of nationalist and maybe uh, security issues with religious issues and it's very hard to differentiate when what what is more influential and when one stops and the other one begins right uh, it, it was much easier if everything was so simple to say that you know right. uh, this is only religious justification all that so there are some uh, security uh, justifications there are that, some yeah. na nationalistic uh, justification and there is a very strong religious uh, uh, justification the strength of this group of this what you call the the, uh, the Zionist religious is that they combine the three together okay right. so right. so if you look at it from like I'm from the other side so I'm saying uh, yes, there are some security issues, but this are, should be solved somehow. Mm. Uh, in terms of the national uh, uh, feelings, I'm very fine with uh, Israel without the West Bank, and I have no religious uh, uh, interest in that. Okay, right. they are from the other side. Just to be clear, the, <coughs> the the religious argument for occupying West Bank is that this is the land ordained by God to us, and that's why. Yeah, that, that's what they. As, especially that the ancient Israel. Uh, was more over there than it's, it was over here. Actually, this uh, right. area wasn't in, in, in Israel in the Jewish regime. It was it was the Pishtim, right. the Palestinians. But uh, the, the the ancient Jews were in, were in the occupied right. Territory. So the religious people say, well, if we came here because of religious reasons, we're in the wrong place. The West Bank is the main place. We True, need to but be. what's interesting is and, and here here fall to their narrative because we didn't come here from religious purposes. As I said, we almost came here, I would say, yep. for anti-religious uh, purposes. Right. When you read the, the first Zionist, for example, Herzl, who is the founder of Zionism, that <laughs> he has no religious interest. He analyzes the problem of the Jews in Europe. We right. understand that in the age of nationalism, uh, the, the Jews cannot stay anymore in Europe without endangering themselves, with yep. predicting exactly what will happen. And he says, we have the only solution to the Jewish problem is to, to make out of Judaism a true nationality with territory, with languages, all that. Right. Where should it be? It can be here, it can be in Argentina, it can be in many places. Okay, This is how Zionism began. Right. What happened afterwards is that more and more uh, uh, the uh, uh, religious aspects of it became stronger and stronger and today right. the, the religious narrative is so strong that people forget that Zionism, in the, by definition, in the beginning, was not only anti-religious, but also indifferent, in a way, to the uh, uh, ancient past and to God's uh, promise and all that. Right. So Everything changed. So, so yeah, I understand the original Zionist movement had nothing to... It was not only it wasn't religious, it was a little bit anti-religious. Yeah, right? not, so, on, not a little uh, bit. Yeah. A very anti-religious, okay. But um, the, main in, the main point of the Zionist movement originally was just to protect 
Jews from harm, from exactly. all this global hatred of Jews. Exactly. No, we're not welcome anywhere. Let's have a place that it's our own. And it exactly. could have been in, like they like it, they could have picked anywhere, and they were looking at other places as well. Well, right? yeah, yeah. And if you read the the main book of Zionism, which is called the State of the Jews of Herzl, then then there is only one chapter saying Argentina or Palestine, right. Argentine or Palestine, whatever they will give us, we will take. Right. Do you think okay. in hindsight it would have been better if it was Argentine because uh, the, the fact that they picked a place where it has religious significance has made re Zionism become more religious and maybe if they were something somewhere else it would remain secular? It's a very intriguing question that I'm thinking about a lot. Right. And I think I would say two things. First of all, you never know because you know once you make any change it can change into things that you right. cannot predict. Butterfly effect. For example, for example, one of the things that you have to think that uh, because of the fact that they came here, uh, they had we had at least you know forty or fifty years of secular, of strong secularity. Maybe if we would have come to Argentina from this day one, religious Jews wouldn't have any problem with it, and it would uh, have meant that the uh, Jewish so state would know. have been much more religious. You never know. You never know. Oh, I never <laughs> thought about it from that angle. All right, so. Um, so once religious people say, "Okay, we want uh, this Zionism," doesn't seem that bad anymore. Let's 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 get behind the Zionism. But yeah. the religious argument from Zionism would be more of, "Okay, then we need to be West Bank, right?" And like if if I'm a religious Zionist, I would like if I want to get behind Zionism, the whole point of arguing that we need to come here would be the argument from a religious perspective yes. and that's why West Bank becomes more exactly. significant. Yes. Okay, all right. okay. Well, how does that translate to... Now, now let's... Okay, now, now let's go back here. Okay. Now, so what happens is that uh, like 10-15 uh, years, years ago uh, the world pressure uh, creates uh, 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 you know brings Israel to a, st to a status that it cannot longer any longer build like like madmen in the occupied territories so all this uh, settlement uh, movement is stuck okay so now what happens what do you mean madman can you like what like I, mean, I mean till till i mean from 77 to the 90s uh, uh, israel built Settle. settlements uh, uh, in, in, in a you know ecstatic way and this stopped because of international pressure. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, think about that. There is this very strong political power. Uh, all its power is based on the fact on this settling in the West Bank, and this suddenly blocks. And then, what happened in in parallel is that not only that it stops, but uh, an Israeli government led by someone that was considered by them one of the uh, uh, <coughs> visionary of the settlement, Arik Sharon, okay. in 2006 decides to uh, uh, dis, I would say, uh, to dismantle or to uh, uh, to, to take Le a, leave to leave several uh, uh, settlements in Gaza, Gaza and in the north of north Somalia. Of, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. This creates a shock. Yeah. Okay. So what 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 happens? And then there there is discussion and there. Are, uh, in this uh, political uh, group that says um, we we made one mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we made one mistake. We settled in the hills. We forgot to settle in the hearts, meaning that they understood that once they are being uh, uh, taken away from the land, the Israeli public is fine with it. Right. Nobody ta nobody's touched by their okay, okay. Uh, tears. So just just to make it clear, so. The religious community here were shocked that some one of their own that like they thought they felt good that one of their own is in leadership and but they were shocked about how could somebody so easily stop the settlement and make and, them and, leave and how much for, the public the, and uh, the public and look, the public is okay with and that. the it's Israeli fine. people like yeah. yeah this is fine like let's leave they, they stop the settlement so the religious community like okay. We can't just move there. We need to change the fabric of the exactly. Israeli society and make it more religious. Exactly. Oh my God, that's dangerous. Exactly. And combine it with the fact that they, their energy cannot be used in the settlements because uh, most uh, buildings, uh, building is freezed. Right. So they don't have the energy to build more settlements. So they have the time, they have the energy, and now they're coming to us. And by the way, it's not exactly make everyone more religious. This is this is if it was only make more religious, I don't think they would have succeeded. Again, I'm repeating and repeating every time. The problem is this mix between religion and nationality and nationalism. 
Okay? It's always, it's always combined. Why? Because in the end they understand that religion <coughs> is the strongest nationalist argument. And mm. the, the best argument for encouraging religion is nationalism. It's, all, it's, it's, it's combined here in Israel. It's something that it's hard maybe to understand in other places, but here it's, it's, it works very well together. I, actually, <coughs> I, I was actually having the same discussion. The way I see it is that uh, Christianity and Islam are more recent religions, that nationality and religion are a little bit separate. Uh, mm -hmm. is, is actually, if you look at religions before Christianity, exactly. religions were for each religion was for a certain <laughs> group of people. Like you had Persian gods for Persians, exactly. Egyptian gods for Egyptians, Hindu gods for Hindus. And what happened? Exactly. Yeah. You're touching the, the best points because what happened? We are used today to talk about uh, Christianity, uh, Islam, and Judaism as the three mon monotheistic uh, religions. But this is not exactly true because. Judaism is where the monotheism was invented, right. but it was invented on the way. I mean, Christianity and, and Islam received monotheism from day one as something that was already part of their dogma and everything. Judaism invented monotheism right. on the way. What happened was it remained, it retained uh, a part of its uh, uh, ancient, particular, right. uh, uh, local. Uh, 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 feeling of, I mean, style of religion, right? And this is why you see this duality in Judaism. On the one hand, it's uh, it's everyone's God. There's only one God, and it's everyone. But on the other hand, it's the God of Israel. Of God, so, so this duality, because of this historical path, remains, and this is what creates all the problem. Because it's right, it's right. The religion, the Jewish religion, is always focused on so on the nationality of the people so so uh, think uh, has if i was like one of these religious jewish people that want to increase the <coughs> influence of religion and i see that most people in israel are not religious i would take advantage of this vagueness of, of the mm. of, of the fact that the line exactly. between religion and nationality is blurred i would basically use nationality to move in from the back you know and bring both in ways yes okay. you're using both ways right okay? this is a tactic this is what we call religionization is exactly that is when they're coming to to school <coughs> here, they wouldn't say to them, uh, guys, we want you to make your kids more re religious because they, 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 uh, they, you know, the principal will throw them away. But they're telling him something else. They're telling him, look, these guys, they don't understand the deepness of their nationality, nationality. the deepness of their tradition, the tradition, everything. And we are the ones that know it and can teach it. Right. Okay, and what is this deep uh, layer? Right. Religion. Religion. Okay. So, so this is why I'm confused about the solution because it seems like when it comes to uh, secular and atheist activists here, and I will ask you about the difference between <coughs> atheist activists and secular activists. Every most organization here seems to use the word secular as atheist, but we'll talk about that later. But it seems like there some approaches are like okay, we. Um, we need to fight against the influence of Judaism in politics. But some people are doing the other way and suggesting, like, let's show people that you could be non-religious and Jewish, uh, very Jewish, Jewish, you know, culturally Jewish. I don't believe in that. You don't believe in that. Yeah, Why? Not at all. Because of what we talked about. Right. Because it, it's it's intermingled. It's you cannot really separate it. I think that these separations are artificial, and in the end, the separations help the other side helps the other side. So you think that the, the atheists and seculars that are saying like let's introduce to the secular community a way to be culturally Jewish without <laughs> being religious, you think that's counterproductive because you're helping the religious community to introduce, increase the influence of Judaism uh, even the, among the secular I see community. it as a statistical issue. I see it as a fact that the, the, the whole uh, idea of religionization is not to try to find one individual and make him religious, but throw a lot of religion, a mix of religion and nationality, nationality into the air, right. assuming that as much as there will be in the air more of that, people will move to this side. Right. If you are from your side are throwing to this, continuing to throw to this air, also parts which you call culture, but, but I don't see how they cannot be called religion, what? even though you you say that they are not religious, they are still religion. Uh, the, the, because you have to understand, there's no secular Jewish culture. There is no okay. secular Jewish culture. There's what? a secular Hebrew culture. You can talk about secular Israeli culture, but there's no secular Jewish culture. 
if you if you took two uh, Jews from all from from both sides of the world, for example, let's say in 19, in the in the 19th century, you took a Jew from Morocco and a Jew from Poland. Right. They can they could have found one with each other a lot of common ground, a religious common ground right. in the synagogue. They could not find any secular uh, cultural common ground between them. Unless maybe you found, for example, an educated guy from Casablanca, an educated guy from Warsaw, and their common ground has nothing to do with Judaism. They, it, 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 the, the common ground, the secular common ground, might uh, be caused by the fact that they were exposed to the Western culture. Okay, right. but but there's no one Jewish uh, 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 secular culture. Uh, for uh, because the secular uh, the secular culture is is uh, is in the language is in 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 the uh, uh, you know the, the activity and if you for example you check a uh, uh, Jewish American culture and Israeli uh, culture there are two different cultures hmm. there are two completely there's no different unifying cultures. factor between no. them the no. only thing that might the, so you're saying that Judaism as a religion makes sense because you could there, that's, <coughs> there's a unifying theme there that you can keep pointing at but if you take religion away then there's nothing that there's unites nothing. The, okay well you, I, I think that you, why I mean take for example a, a writer like uh, Georges Perec okay he's a French Jewish writer a uh, great one okay but but there's nothing linking him to other Jews he's linked to the uh, uh, French culture in which you, he act he acted he's, he's uh, linked to, to a certain cultural trend that he was part of, a cultural group that he was part of, that none other, uh, if I'm not mistaken, none of other of the members of the group was Jewish. I mean, it's fine for me to say, hey, he's a great guy and he's Jewish, but, but he's not, he's, he, he doesn't really share my culture. Okay? Right. On the other hand, if you look at uh, the, the Israeli culture, then there are definitely uh, Arab Israelis that are contributing to this culture, mm. uh, or or other uh, uh, immigrants from other places uh, uh, that are immigrating, that are contributing to this culture. So it's not Jewish. Uh, uh, and when you're talking about Jewish culture, in the end, 99% of Jewish culture is based on religion. Now, now you can say, uh, and this is what, what guys, uh, you know, like that, that are professing this, this approach are claiming, yes, but we can take out religion and enjoy this culture. For example, like we do with Michelangelo art, or with uh, music by Bach, or, 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 or with cathedrals, okay, that you can now go and enjoy them culturally, and enjoy the music, and enjoy the pictures without really uh, having to Believe. deal with the religious uh, nature right. of this. But I'm claiming that this can be done only in a, in a society like, like Western Europe that is uh, that, is <coughs> that <coughs> has uh, gone through a very strong process of secularization. Okay? So now, because <coughs> religion is not a political uh, issue and it's not a political uh, uh, power in Western Europe today, or it's very, almost not, not at all, then <coughs> in this environment... <coughs> Sorry. You want to drink some You can rip off the religion from a uh, cultural... You can enjoy uh, it without the harm. Exactly, but in Israel, where religion is the most important uh, 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 political factor, it, 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 it relates to, you know, it influences the relations between uh, Jews and Arabs, between uh, uh, men and women, between straights and, and gays, and between everything, everywhere you see religi religion involved, I don't see how you can really say, you know what, let's take this very religious part mm. and despite the fact that you're all you're toured by very strong uh, uh, religious uh, powers, to say let's treat it as if it was not religious at all. So but the counter to that would be like, since religion is such a big part of people's lives here, it would be counterproductive to tell them that for you to abandon religious way of thinking, you have to also say no to your culture, to your identity, to your nationalist, you know, national identity. If 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 abandoning Judaism as religion comes with all of that, the argument would be that it will be difficult to get more people behind us. Maybe if we tell them that hey, you could let go of this religious way of thinking and still keep the culture, then 
uh, then we will get more support. This is a tragedy that you're either uh, doing something that is right but, but, has, but is much more harder or doing something that is completely false and, and uh, counterproductive but it's easier. So the question is what do you choose? Right. <laughs> um, but, 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 it's not like what happened 100 years ago. We're still here for 100 years and in this 100 years we developed a very strong specific secular culture, Israeli culture. And in the end, when you're checking uh, the, uh, uh, the Israeli culture, then except for one uh, strong uh, issue that we can discuss later, you'll see that in the life of an Israeli uh, 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 secular, uh, there's a lot of culture and a lot of tradition and a lot of things that he does that are already disconnected from religion. We build our own culture. I, I didn't say that there is no Israeli culture. I said that there's no right. Jewish culture. There is a very strong Israeli culture from uh, moving from everything. First of all, from the use of, la of a specific language that no one in the world uses except us. Uh, the, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the way that you decipher uh, uh, facial and, and bodily uh, uh, movement right. till all the way to the very high culture of literature, uh, dance, and, and all that. Now, there's only one part that is making this story more complex, and it's the holidays, the Jewish holidays. Because Jewish it, holidays. Yeah, because okay. in a way, I think that except the Jewish holidays, uh, it's not so hard to, to, to take out religion uh, from, from our life. Uh, and Why is the holiday such a sensitive topic? Good, I'm such a good, good, good question. I mean, I don't understand it, but but it, it works for many people. I mean, for my, I saw, I am always shocked how many people are so. Uh, for them, the Jewish holidays are so important. Even the atheists and seculars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the atheists and seculars, and this is a, a, a very a critical issue in their life. And what happened in this Jewish, uh, uh, in this Jewish uh, holidays? The problem is that. You're doing, you know, you're, you're doing things in these holidays, and you're saying things that you're you're Wait. completely in disagreement with. So the problem with the, the uh, Jewish uh, um, the Jewish holidays is that uh, we are doing things and we are saying things that we completely disagree with. Okay, for example, uh, you know, when we light the uh, uh, the candles in Hanukkah. We have, you know, the prayers say, you know, how God is almighty and all that, etc., 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 and how we are humble on the face of the God. And, uh, and the songs uh, are not only praising God uh, and, uh, uh, and uh, demean demonifying uh, uh, the human beings, but also contain some uh, very problematic language regarding the relations between Jews and non-Jews, okay? And men and between men and women. Sometimes also, yes. Yeah. So the question is, why? Why are we, what, what, what are we doing this? And what are we doing when we are doing it? And what I saw is that people, the only strategy to deal with it is a strategy of a complete, um, um, how do you call it, um, making it all superficial. Meaning that you'll catch every uh, uh, secular and ask him what did he say in this last holiday, what did he uh, do, and he has no, no idea. idea why, what he, he, he just doesn't hear even the words. He just, you know, he, 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 it, he, exactly, he recites it without knowing anything, without everything, without, without any, I mean, you're sitting in Passover with the Haggadah and you're reading a whole book and nobody tries to understand what's in this book and what does it say and all that. Right. So, what these guys that we were talking about are saying is uh, uh, that both of us agree that this is not a way to go. I mean, you really, do, you, you really can't uh, 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 develop a strategy that is based only on, on staying on the surface when there are so many uh, surrounding uh, groups that are telling you we know what's inside. Right. Let, let us tell us what is the difference. Right. You so even if you even if you are not uh, understanding it or following it or if you don't believe in it by by practicing it by reciting it by follow by you justify you're it. You're justifying. You're giving it authority and you're giving it legitimacy exactly. for the people that do want to follow it and do exactly. want to enforce it. Exactly. And you're giving a strong power to those who understand what and, and are much more involved in what's in the deep 
layers. Right, because right? they could even even if the people that are uh, understand that you want to enforce it are a minority, they keep pointing out to the number of people, the larger number of people that hold it dear to their heart as a way to point out that this exactly. is exactly yeah. Okay. So uh, they come to schools and they yeah. say to the master, uh, to the uh, principal. Uh, uh, is it important for you that people will uh, uh, celebrate this holiday? So, yes, of course. So, but do you really give them the tools to understand the deep structure of this uh, uh, of this uh, celebration? She says, no, we, we, nobody here in the school really knows. We will do it for you. We will tell this, your kids what is deep inside. So the principal says, hey, that's great. They will be more educated. Oh, what happens? No. It, so, it becomes right. studies in religion, right? That's a very right? good example of the two-step process. To come mm. in with the nationalism and then once you're established, yeah. come in with religion. Because you already are teaching them. They already are reciting the script. <coughs> then once that becomes normalized, then you come in like, hey, should we actually tell the kids what, teach them what they're reading? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what they're reading, what, what is the reason for this what they're genius. reading. So I know, I know. That's a problem. Uh, so now, these guys, <laughs> that we were talking about the thing that we need to uh, increase the culture. Uh, I mean, so they are like me criticizing this uh, danger in superficiality, okay? Right. But what, what is their uh, uh, solution? Instead of them, we will teach you the deep uh, uh, layers. But what are the deep layers? Are they different because you're teaching them? No, they are the same. Right. They are the same religious deep layers. This is all that there is over there. There's nothing out except that. One thing that I wanted to repeat what you mentioned, and to, so you could touch on it, you, when, 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 so you're advocating abandoning Judaism no. as a culture? No, I'm, what I'm advocating, first of all, let's, again, let, let's differentiate between my theory and my practice. Okay. In theory, what I think is that in our identity, and an identity of everybody is, is a very complex structure. There's no one identity, okay? So for me, there are so many parts of my identity. I'm Israeli, I'm a Zionist, I see myself as part of the Western world, I see myself as part of the Middle East, I see myself, you know, I'm a man, I'm a, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And part of this, uh, uh, part of this uh, identity is my Jewish identity, which for, in my case is more, you know, the fact that I'm feeling, uh, 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 interest, for example, in Jewish history and uh, the Holocaust and all that, on the one hand. And on the other hand, I'm feeling, for example, a pride, you know, when every, uh, so you, when the next Jew uh, gains the Nobel Prize, I'm happy for it and all that. But... You still consider yourself a Judah? Yes, but, but what I'm saying is that, what I'm saying is that for me, in this complexity that is my identity, it is a very small part of, of the identity. And the main identity, I think, is the Israeli one. Now, what happens is that, that there is a very strong work in Israel for the last 30 years that tries to make sure that every one of us, we, the Jewish identity will be his main and focal identity. This okay? is what they're trying to do. This they're trying to do. If, you're asking, if you were asking when I was a kid, if you were asking in this school, because I, I, I studied in this school, and you were studying, are you more Jewish or Israeli? I would say that probably 90% plus would say I'm more Israeli than Jewish. Okay? If you're asking today, then, uh, then the results are as, as follows, because I'm, I'm quoting the last survey on this issue, uh, then um, in the secular group, uh, only 56% think that they're more Israeli than Jude Jewish. 56 percent in what we call the traditional group which are not yet religious but they are more uh, keen to religious uh, it's about half half secular and traditionalist uh, so the traditionalist group is it's already only 17 percent think that they are more israeli than jewish right. and of course the religious one it's it's, it's a small uh, one digit so what you say think and i think that if you continue if you if this trend will continue in 10 years it won't be 56% mm. of the uh, seculars, it will be 30% of the seculars. And secular. they are winning right now. What? They're, they're winning. They're Definitely. winning. Definitely. So what happens is that one of the ways... By they, we mean the one of the way, yeah, yeah. What, one of the ways to see religionization is also to, to say all this trend that makes the Jewish uh, identity your main focal identity. This is part of this trend, okay? While my trend is completely the opposite. I'm saying, I'm not saying let's get rid of Judaism, but let's put it in the small place where it's, harmful, where it's harmless. 
and let's focus on my Israeli identity. What's the difference? Because this is uh, confuses a lot of people. I mean, you mentioned that uh, you know abandoning. Uh, Jewish culture that, that is not does not mean that you're abandoning culture to, uh, altogether. You could have Israeli culture. True. Um, what's the difference between Israel? Like, what is Israeli culture? Is that is that a thing? Of if course. it's not, if it's not, if if Israeli exactly culture, exactly like a French culture or or an American culture. When I or? say Israeli culture, most people think Judaism. Okay, if it's but not it's Judaism, what is it? But it's wrong because, for example, there are many, there are almost half of the Jews in the world that are not living in Israel and they are not members of the Israeli culture. They don't speak our language, they're not familiar with our, our texts, they're not familiar with our uh, collective right. memories. So they're, okay, so, but, so you're saying there's, there's something, they're not, uh, they're Jewish, but they're not Israeli. So there's something else that is Israeli separate from being Jewish. And what is it? Can you can point to it and be like, this is what it means to be? It's an entire culture. It's an like entire what? culture. Like what? Like exactly. As I say, it's a language. It's a way how to uh, look at uh, one another and understand exactly from his face uh, who is he? Uh, what does he, what is does he want from you? It's an all. It's a matter of etiquette. Completely. I mean, a Jew, an American Jew is like another American. I mean, their etiquette is American. My etiquette is Israeli, and there are many clashes about that. But what, and then, what is that because culture, culture is base. It's it's the way that we communicate one with each other. Like, can you give some specific examples of these etiquettes and like what what unites you with other <laughs> Israelis? First of all, the language. The language, and, and, and but it's a Jewish language. It's Hebrew. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, first of all, it's based on Hebrew language. But 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 if you know only the Bible, you won't be able to talk with me now mm. in Hebrew. It evolved into a modern language, hmm. and this modern language has some basics in the Bible. But for example, I mean, if you would come now and study Hebrew, stay here in Israel for a few years and study Hebrew, and know very good Hebrew, you will not be able to read the Bible anymore. It's like ancient English. Right. Okay. So you're saying that's uniquely Israeli, but most, yeah, so it's absolutely. mostly the language then. Well, the, you know, the language creates everything else, and then the, there is the territory, uh, the fact that you know that we have the same. Way of, of but they say that's also Jewish. The territory is Jewish. I mean, there are Arabs here. There, there are members to the same territory. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, in in many ways, uh, I can communicate much easier with an Arab Israeli than with an American Jew. Oh, so that's okay. So you're saying you, as with an Israeli identity rather than a Jewish one, you have more in common with an Arab Israeli. Than a Jewish American, an Arab Israeli who, who was Israelized. Israeli. What does it mean? What does, what does, mean? does it mean? Uh, the Arab Jews, because of what of their identity problems, mainly because of the government, uh, not all of them are really um, um, uh, intermingled in, into the Israeli society. So you can find an Arab Israeli that speaks better Hebrew than I am, right. and that lived all his life with uh, with Jews, and you can find an Arab Israeli that lived in some kind of a village, and has much less uh, common ground with me. But if I'm talking about Arab Israelis that live in Jaffa or in Haifa or in the, in the big settlements and 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 have received Hebrew education. Uh, some of them are writers, the, the, their Hebrew is the writing language, they are better in Hebrew than in right. Arabic, okay? So all these guys are of course, much in, I have much more in common to them. Right, so, and, you see, and you see yourself with an, an Israeli Arab that is being Israelized, is that mm -hmm. what you said? Uh, you see yourself more united with that Arab than a Jewish person that lives in France or America? Well, or again, it's, you know, all these things are complex. But I think that if you check, uh, yes, I have some affinities with this Jew that lives in because of the common history and the common uh, memory. Jews but, that live in other countries. Yeah, but okay. if you check, you know, the basics of culture, um, as I said, the language, the etiquette, the uh, collective memories. Uh, collective memory. The art, the art that we consume and all that. I have much more in common with this Arab Israeli, but, but, but many Jews are afraid to say that. Why are they afraid to say that? Because <coughs> they want a Jewish land. But it's it, again national, nationalism that comes because into if life. You, so you think that if, as a, as a secular Israeli, if, if people come and say we have more in common with <laughs> secular Arabs than Jewish is Jewish people, religious Jewish, do you think that people see you as a, like a traitor or something like yes. that? Yes. 
even though you're talking you're talking about support for citizens of Israel yes oh wow I'm always saying that it's funny that if you're just as long as you promote Israeli identity you're becoming more and more a traitor to Israel it's a <laughs> <laughs> okay so wow so you're you're saying that people that are not that again are against Jewish culture more for an Israeli culture even though they are saying we are we want a uniquely Israeli identity they're seen as a traitors to Israel even though the argument is that we want a uniquely Israeli identity unique. this happens much more than much often quite often yes Wow okay so given given that you um, you're you're saying that Judaism is such a part of your identity what I have some friends that from Israel that consider themselves an ex-jew they say like if I leave Judaism as a religion like what like Christians say I'm an ex-christian like people that leave a Christianity say they're ex-christians or ex-muslim why are if I am an atheist I should also be able to say I'm an ex-jew but you're saying you still consider yourself a Jew because of this complex complexity between religion and nationality I cannot I mean I, I have nothing in common with Jewish religion hmm. and if it was purely religious I would have easily called myself an ex-jew right but still you know I cannot uh, forget the fact that for example with religious or not uh, uh, Jews were uh, uh, were um, how do you call it uh, uh, were chased by uh, uh, you know, by the Nazi, for example, because they were Jews, right? right? And, so and this is part of my yeah. identity, part of my history, part right. of uh, uh, a story. So, so it's very hard to say I'm an ex-Jew because, yes, I have, I mean, definitely, if I will find that in a certain part of the world, Jews are, are, are uh, uh, persecuted, oh, that's right. the word that I look for, right. are persecuted only because uh, they are Jews, then it will touch me I in get a way. It. I, wanna, uh, I just got the... Uh, was told that we only have 10 more minutes, so I want to make sure I get to this Let's question. talk about practice. Also, yes, yeah. practice. So, um, you mentioned that they're trying to get um, increase their influence in schools uh, for children and also the army. Mm -hmm, yeah. And why is it that army and school is the ma their main battleground? And what is your group uh, doing to fight back against that? And how, how much progress have you made? So, first of all, it's easy to understand why it's a common ground because this is where issues of identity are changed. Uh, this is where young people are coming in the education system and then in the army yeah. and this is the time to uh, to create and build uh, their identity and this is why it's so important for them when right. they invest in young children they will benefit when these children become uh, uh, become older and, uh, on the other hand trying to uh, um, trying to change older people is much harder right. um, so so when we started, we found out that we were shocked to see how much of this was already going on. Right. Uh, we began with the school system, and in the and, and in Israel there is a, a, a school system that is not religious. I mean, there's a religious school system and there's a so-called secular, a general school system. It's not called secular, unfortunately. And the general system is built in a way that has no. Uh, uh, there's no uh, mechanism to, to protect its secularity. Right, there's nothing within the f uh, constitution or anything like nothing. that, like in the United no, States that yeah. stops anything. No, yeah. because, yeah, no. So, because everyone thought that it's, uh, they were secular, they gave some minority rights to the religious, but they never thought that they need to protect mm. their own secularity. Uh, so, what, what happens is that many, uh, that the last uh, three uh, ministers of education were a, a religious slash right wing and uh, uh, in a very uh, clear way tried to change the curriculum so that all, uh, a, a very big decrease in uh, general studies mainly general humanities and a very big increase really in Jewish in Jewish study what they call Jewish studies right so one one thing is uh, this is one aspect second thing is again all these NGOs religious NGOs right. that are coming to schools and to, to, to so-called secular schools and convincing the schools to uh, they, 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 they give their uh, lessons for free because they yeah, are well funded that, yeah. by, by, the, by, by the state yeah. and then they offer okay let's uh, teach about the holidays then let's teach about you know if so, there's a bar mitzvah so what is let's teach about that What's about that and so on right. um, and the third thing is just the books also the, you see that the study books in every material even in mathematics more and more religious uh, material is, is in entering mathematics? even in mathematics, in chemistry, in whatever you want. 
uh, you see it more and more, uh, more and more religious uh, content uh, enters into this. Okay. Uh, so, so if there's a mathematics book and it has one chapter about holi uh, Jewish holidays, you can understand. Uh, 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 but so, okay, but so, we, okay, we need so to get into what you're doing to stop it. Yeah. So we, we did several things. First of all, it was uh, bringing everything to the public knowledge because nobody knew about that. Mm. It, it came, it, 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 it succeeded to go under the radar. And we were the ones who exposed everything. Okay. And by exposing it, uh, we created, we caused, and with a lot of, mainly a lot of uh, press uh, coverage, but also a lot of activity in social, uh, social networks, right. we created a, a situation where uh, secular parents became because secular parents just didn't check what what's happening just in school. Just put the kids in school. Exactly. Like, yeah, okay. They began checking what's going on in school. They began coming to the teachers and coming to the principal and saying, "Hey, we're not, we we we, we, don't want this. we don't want this." And there was a dramatic change. You know, for example, in Tel Aviv, uh, look, uh, we know we now know the statistic of uh, the religious NGOs. In one year, we changed uh, the the introduction of religious NGOs from about 75% of schools to 10%. Wow. In one year. In one year. In one year, yeah. You're Just because of this pressure that we made from how every... Can, okay, how can people support, like, how can people support what you're doing? This seems like a very good cause to support. Like, is there, if people, if people see this video and, like, they get concerned about the fact that we're, we're I mean, this is about the, the children or, the, or exactly. these countries tomorrow. This is about the future so of we this have, country. we have this website. And you are the main people that are holding the line. And, so. al and almost everything uh, voluntarily. Okay, so how? Okay, so if but you're a concern, if you're a concerned Israeli citizen, this is that your country is being taken hostage by 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 religious fanatics, and if you don't want this to turn into theocracy, these are the people that are holding the line. The so secular forum. Go to our website and contribute to us. Secular forum. What's secular the website? Forum. Se uh, it's it's Hiloni, it's, uh, like it's Hiloni secular in Israel. Okay. It's H I L O N I dot org dot il okay and given how much this country's politics influence the rest of the planet even if you're not in israel you should be concerned about this country <laughs> turning into a theocracy Absol absolutely <laughs> right. absolutely so so we made an enormous uh, change in, in school of course you know you, you throw them from the the door they try to get into uh, the window <laughs> and and there's another problem and this is a problem that unfortunately is supported by all my so-called allies that want cultural Judaism right. is that this not only introduction of these NGOs but the introduction of a new uh, of a new program to, to, to the school systems uh, that will go all the years and it's called a Jewish Israeli culture and this is religious studies by definition and yeah. we are fighting and we also even fi we filed also a petition to the High Court of Justice mm -hmm. against this program because we claim that this program is exactly the way that under the radar uh, religious groups are trying to change the nature of Israeli kids. From, from first grade they will, will learn in a very systematic way mm. about religion and, and how religion is important and about how religion is important to their nationality right. you know, and we're fighting that as well. Just, just okay. Second thing we, uh, regarding the books, okay, so uh, we we created a situation that the Ministry of Education is frightened from us because when we, we, we published uh, criticisms uh, on on all these study books right. where, where there's religion content in it, and it created a, a situation that the parents uh, asked uh, uh, schools to avoid these books and to uh, approve other books, and it, uh, and it was so influential that now first of all new books you see. They are very, the ministry is very, uh, uh, and, uh, and not only the ministry, but also the ones that write these books. We got every time phone calls from writers of books that want us to, to, to check their book before being published just to make sure that we won't be able to. We're not doing this service, by the way. We're telling them, we gave you the principles. You should be the one that, you know, checking, that, yeah. that, that is checking yourself. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 but we made a lot of change in the education system. Thank now, you. the bigger problem was in the army because the army in the education system at least there is a separation built in between religious and non-religious in the army they're yeah, all together right they're all together and now what happened was that because <coughs> because of 
occupying territories, etc., etc., the army became much more religious because more religious people wanted to go to the right. uh, f um, to the army to the you know the, to these the fighting religious people are very strategic. I mean, they they're investing mm. in the t in the f in the tomorrow when it comes Absolutely. to children, and also they understand <laughs> that the people with the guns are the main the, the people that hold the power. Absolutely, so they're going yeah. after the fact that they're going after the army and the children shows that they're very very yeah, absolutely. strategic. And, the, and and by the way, in the last five years, also they are going to the communication and to, media and to the media. Oh. Yeah. And you see that more and more media becomes religious oh because they understood that this is also influential. And just to give some. And the next step is also the uh, the judicial system. Just to give some context about how how big of an issue this is. This is one of the most secular neighborhoods in, in Tel Aviv, yes, right? Yeah. One, we are right now sitting in one of the most secular neighborhoods in Tel Aviv, and right there, <laughs> over there, there, there's a new building which is a very religious Can kindergarten. You? And over there, there's a, uh, just near the school here, there's a big uh, kollel, yeshiva, uh, oh. of people that came here only, it's not that it's for the locals, it, it's people that came here just to change the locals and what are what are the biggest uh, um, how do they work and this is very interesting also uh, regarding what we said later uh, so there, earlier there's the story of bar mitzvah it's a ceremony that uh, jews are doing when they are 13 years old again reading uh, my, my son didn't do it but many israelis still do it go to the synagogue read the chapter blah 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 they have to study how to read this chapter now who will teach them that they offer to teach them for, uh, for, free. for free. Now, what happens on the in the age of 13? You give the kid, you know, and, and he goes twice a week to, to this religious institute to and study. And, and, and believe me, they know what they are doing with these kids. We're uh, out of we, we don't. We're out of time. So we will talk about the army next time. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> uh, the army is okay. Anyways, one one more time. What's the name of the organization? So it's the Secular Forum. Forum. Okay. Okay, and Please. our website is h i l o n i hiloni dot org dot i l and please enter there's not much in, much in english over there but still you i'm sure that you'll find uh, some stuff and especially the uh, uh, the contribution the, the, uh, uh, the support button support button <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you so much thank you sure <laughs> Atheists are under attack in many places. If they were Christians, their voices would be heard. If they were Jews, their voices would be heard. If they were Muslims, their voices would be heard. But they are atheists, and not many seem to be listening. Let's make it difficult for them to ignore us. We have built a global community, and now we are tearing down geographic, cultural, and language barriers so we can find each other and support each other. In the last decade, we have built the largest atheist community in the world. Now we're doing the same in other languages. With your help, we have started Atheist Republic in Persian and Arabic. انضميت مؤخرا لأسرة Atheist Republic وحيصير عندي بودكاست باللغة العربية. As we grow, we can dedicate more time, staff, and resources to start doing the same in Spanish, Portuguese, Malay, Bengali, Urdu, Hindi, and other languages. We are providing community, support, informative content, and amplifying the voices of those who need protection, especially in countries where people feel isolated simply for their lack of belief. We want to be there for them, and we are only getting started. Help us get there. Check in the description for ways you can support our projects.